You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. I do apologize that we weren't here yesterday. That is entirely my fault. I was planning on having things wrapped up at a certain time, and it just didn't quite work that way. And before I knew it, I looked up, and it was the time that I was supposed to be sitting in my chair behind my microphone, and I wasn't there. And I was nowhere near being finished. And so I told Bruce, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it. And so we'll just pick up tomorrow. But we do have a very special treat for everyone today. We have quite the lineup this afternoon. Again, the stars have aligned and brought together two great individuals for us to sit down with today. Of course, four in total, if you count all of us together. Then, uh, yeah, we're, we're happy to have all of you back. Tavish, let's start with you. Tavish, it's good to see you. How are you? Doing quite well, sir. I'm not in jail. I'm not in the hospital. I'm not in the ground. That's a good day all around, I feel. Okay, you don't have COVID-19. That's fantastic. Great to hear it. How are you gentlemen doing? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive. Yeah, usual. We're uh, bracing for impact. Um, we've got a tornado watch oh. uh, and supposedly some high winds, hail, you know, all that stuff on the way. So. Ah, F5 inbound or yeah, no. Uh, and probably nothing, but you know. Probably nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they usually just zip right down the line and, you know, take out a couple of houses and they come back tomorrow. You know, if they didn't get you today, they'll get, <laughs> they'll get you tomorrow. And of course, we're blessed by the presence of Marty Foster. Marty, how are you? It's good to see you. Well, I'm absolutely fine. Thank you very much for asking. Um, it stopped raining at last. We have sunshine. The disturbance caused by Bruce's tornadoes and and all kinds of hurricane weather are liable to blow over here shortly anyway. But at the moment, I'm enjoying bright sunshine and a happy day and all is good with the world. Have you been able to get any work done on your boat? Uh, No, because I was doing work on my work today. So the weekend, hopefully, inshallah, I will be getting on with the boat. Well, I wish you the best of luck and I hope that... uh... I hope the weather plays out for you, and I hope you're able to uh, get work done on it and get it in the so water. Do I. So do I, because somebody in my neighborhood has complained about my trailer, and there was a yellow sticker on it from the local council saying, has this been abandoned? It is parked here without permission. So I phoned the council today and said, um, I'm terribly sorry. I wasn't w- aware that I needed permission to put a trailer into a parking bay, and the guy has given me um, a month to move it, which of course I only needed two weeks. But yeah, well, I say everything is good with the world. Of course, we've still got the pandemic going on. We've still got neighbors that can't be neighborly and all these minor things that just spoil your day. So I'm feeling good, but those things are still there. We must be ever mindful of uh, the next thing around the corner that's going to piss you off. Well, the next thing around the corner, I guess let's just let's look for an entry point and let's just dig in there. Uh, the next thing around the corner is, of course, what we're hearing now on the 
on the TV. And of course, I, I hate to even pay attention to it. But unfortunately, the stuff that we do here, we kind of have to look at it. But what they're saying now is you've got the uh, the triple, the excuse me, the Indian triple mutant variant that has black fungus that will devour people whole or something. Uh, that That's what it seems to be. And I know that's the new uh, blockbuster headline. That's that's what they're they're pushing. But um, I have uh, some audio of Boris Johnson today talking about the um, the possible setback of the June 21st uh, reopening and easing of the lockdowns and the full reopen. So we can get to that uh, here in just a second. But what is being said in the UK that we're not seeing? Because what we're hearing over here is well, especially the where I'm at, the Germans, uh, the German government, excuse me, <laughs> the hijacked German government has said that the UK is now a variant region of itself because they've taken in so many of the Indian variant cases and they've blocked all travel from the UK indefinitely. So essentially they've put, uh, in my humble opinion, I mean, let's look at this in 21st century terms. This is a modern day blockade is all they're doing. They're blockading you. So no goods or services or tourism out of the UK, regardless of vaccination status, doesn't matter. Of course, that doesn't matter anyway. But this is the agenda that they're playing out now. It's the same script. They're running it over again. They tried to run it with South Africa. They tried to run it with Brazil. They tried to run it with Portugal. They flipped it over to India, where the, where the cameras weren't. Now they're flipping it onto the UK, and they'll use that as a hotbed to create the next uh, set of variants or, or scares or whatever in the hell it is they're going to do. So if you couple that with what Johnson has said, about possibly shutting it back down. Uh, what's his name? Uh, your health secretary, Matt Hancock. Uh, I've got audio of him, just a couple of minutes, but uh, or a couple of seconds. But uh, we caught him last week. Bruce, you and I were listening to his clip when he was standing at the podium, and he actually caught himself in what he was saying. He says he very clearly almost lost it. He almost said we create, we recognized that variant, and uh, and, and we're taking the necessary steps in order to address it. But what are they saying there? Yeah as opposed to what's being what's actually being done or excuse me what's actually being said here because the indian government this week came out and publicly said to the social media companies and to the western media companies stop saying that there's an indian killer variant over here there is no such thing stop lying to people because that's just not what's going on here so what's actually happening in the uk do you have a triple mutant indian variant that's got black fungus that's devouring people whole i will um I'll bore you with an old joke to explain the situation. Guy calls his brother. He's away working overseas and he calls his brother and um, his brother just blurts out, the cat's dead. He said, what? He said, yeah, the cat's dead. So sorry. He said, you could have broken that a bit more gentle to me. You know, you could have said, oh, the cat's been stuck up on the roof. The next time I called, you could say we couldn't get it down and it died. You know, you would have prepared me for it. Anyway, how's mum? He says, mum's on the roof. <laughs> what's what's happening here what's happening here is uh the government are slowly slowly but surely as they say in in arabic shway shway getting ready to land some more bad news which will be that the fully opening up of covid restrictions won't be happening because of the uh indian variant so you know news Mainstream media is is mentioning it. I've not seen any evidence of it, but yeah, it's the next the next thing in the successive approximation process that we are being put under. 
I've got some audio here of uh, Boris Johnson that we will get to. This is his response on the uh, India variant and what their steps are going to be. On the present evidence to delay our roadmap and we will proceed with our plan to move to step three in England from Monday. But I have to level with you that uh, this new variant could pose a serious disruption to our progress and could make it more difficult to move to step four in June. And I must stress that we will do whatever it takes to keep the public safe. Well, why? Because if you've got about half the population already vaccinated, surely, and they are saying that um, the vaccines that all these people have been given will work um, against these other variants. So so why should that be an issue? Which um, the idea that you know, a vaccination is going to work against some type of a mutant variant, especially one of this magnitude, which whether you believe that or not, is simply preposterous. Well, it, again, it's just one more lie in a succession of lies from Boris. Look what a big liar I am. My pants are on fire, Johnson. Uh, Tavish, you want to weigh in on any of that? I haven't heard about the new, new, new Indian variant. I do know they were out there. From what we've been told over here, most of the variations or mutations, if they want to call it, the vaccine will be effective for the most part against. We haven't heard anything about super mutations or anything like that. So I really can't say much about this flesh-eating mutated Indian virus or whatever they're calling it. Personally, this is the first I've heard of it. But then again, mainstream media is not exactly on take when it comes to breaking news and stuff like that, or news they find alarming, quote unquote, with air quotes. So it all depends on what news sources, things like that. So I, I honestly can't say much about it. I'm just now hearing about it myself. I know this uh, new variant that's supposed to be so deadly and everything. I believe Australia has already locked down again. And uh, this is... yes. Uh, number they are on now. Yeah, Melbourne. They uh, they decided this morning. I read this morning that they are going to uh, lock down seven million people for uh, a week because twenty five cases popped up. So that's what they're going to do down there. Sounds legit. They are hypersensitive to any kind of biological threat in Australia. I don't know if you've ever seen Border Control which is a TV series series on the Discovery Channel or the History Channel. And it's basically people coming into Australian, air, Australian airports carrying stuff they shouldn't. Usually the worst offenders are Chinese people visiting Australia and they bring all kinds of weird and wonderful food, biological material in with them. And because Australia has got a very delicate ecosystem and it's fauna on you know all the different marsupials and 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 stuff and all the different reptiles are endangered by bugs and other spores that can come in on food so they've got they've already got a very quick to shut down and you know protective attitude towards anything biological so it doesn't surprise me that they'll be locking up Sorry, locking down after just 25 cases. No, you had, right. you had it right. You had it right the first time. Yeah, locking up. I did have it right. It was a Freudian slip. He must have, he must have had bruises everywhere, that, that bloke, Freud, because um, the amount of slips he must have had. 
Yeah. Anyway, I digress and I, I'm waffling on, so please rescue me. No, no, it's 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 okay. Uh, you know, here here's the thing, and I know you wanted to kind of go this way with it today. You said that a lot of what's going on in the U.S., especially with the in in regards to Dr. Fauci, is not being reported on the U, in the U.K. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. However, well, there are other things being given airtime, and I I can see whether I've just become such a, an absolute cynic. And I, I can see straight through what's being said to the reason why it's being said. What are they replacing the the headlines? What what well, should be the headlines? What are they replacing them with? Well, at the moment, you've got the former Downing Street advisor Dominic Cummings, who is was probably still is best friends with. Boris Johnson. He was a highly paid consultant to um, advise the government. And in the first lockdown, he decided that he would travel from London to the north of England, a distance of about 300 miles, uh, visit a, a castle with his family, wander around this um, derelict castle and visit his mother and father. And the excuse he gave was he needed to test his new spectacles out of BS. Now, Dominic is, because he's been sacked, is coming out and saying that the government didn't take the pandemic seriously. He said lots of mistakes were made by people like Hancock and Hunt. Isn't it funny, though, that um, the one superhero that gets everything wrong, what was he called? Hancock, wasn't he? Um, yeah, John Hancock. The, the Will Smith, yeah, the Will, the Will Smith film. Well, our Hancock. All that. I thought you meant the actual John Hancock is in the one that signed their name the largest to the Declaration of Independence. I, sorry, I, odd history. No, no, sure. you, 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 you've just got your uh, your nation's very short history ingrained on your brain, haven't you? Um, anyway, um, it's, it's for a reason, in my humble opinion, and you know you're entitled to my opinion. Cummings has either been threatened or bribed, and what he's doing by saying things like, Boris Johnson didn't take the um, the viral outbreak seriously, is give the government plausible deniability when the actual truth does come out. It's already just starting to come out in the States with Fauci being hauled over the coals about gain-of-function research and, and what was actually happening. I believe you've got a piece of audio to play later on uh, about about gain-of-function research. Mm -hmm. So the truth is slowly but surely coming out. There are areas of the media that are still standing by what is their duty, which is to inform the public. So bit by bit, we're being drip-fed the truth. So I believe that Dominic Cummings criticising the government is a ploy to give the government plausible deniability when the actual truth comes out, that this was planned, that it was a divisive mechanism to break Western economies, that it all fits in with the United Nations 17 development goals, the World Bank, Uncle Tom Cobley and all. How can how can Dominic Cummings say that the that that the government made mistakes? How how can he say that? If anything, I think the whole 
the whole thing, like the, the response wasn't good enough or, or what? I, I, I don't I don't quite follow what what he's meaning there because or what you think that he's meaning rather, because if anything, I think that these governments acted irrationally and overreacted and are still continuing to overreact, in my humble opinion. Yeah, but, so what, but that's what the to- that's what the totalitarian government does, doesn't it? Right. Through that process that you informed me of successive approximation it makes the populace uh grateful to the government for taking strong action to prevent a problem but when that problem was created and was um over exaggerated when the truth of that is found out that populace very rapidly turns anti-government and that's the situation we will very soon be in I think that you're you're correct that the real story here is being glossed over. As a matter of fact, one headline that's not being talked about is what happened in China yesterday, and that is the Chinese state media, and that's the CCTV out of Shanghai. They turned on Fauci. Now, if you want to look into the lab leak theory, then that is considered racist. Well, no, we can't look into that because that's racist against Chinese people. No, that's racist. That's racist against Asian people. You know, you can't do that. No. And that seems to be the talking points that are now trending on Twitter. Oh, the Biden administration wants to look into the origin of COVID-19. Oh, well, do they have anti-Semitic ties? <laughs> it's, it's, it's laughable where they're at with this. The Biden administration stopped the investigation that was started by Trump into the Wuhan lab Correct. Uh, incident. But they've restarted it. Did they now? Because uh, yes. this, this was reported just yesterday mm-hmm. that they stopped it. Okay. I saw today that they restart. Okay, one of us is getting conflicting reports. Which one is it? I'm serious. Let's find it. So, did they start it or did they stop it? Because I heard that they, well, under pressure, they had to restart it. They may have restarted. So there might have been, because, um, like I was saying, the, the one that I found, they they stopped the Donald Trump era one that was um, Pompeo was heading uh, originally. They stopped that one. Okay. They may I, have look- restarted another one from. Okay. Uh, yeah. This morning, this is, and this is out of the blaze, and I saw this in a couple other places, but this is the one I have at hand right now. Under pressure, Biden asks Intel community to redouble efforts to investigate COVID-19 origin, including the lab leak theory. So, and I, so I, trust, they, I trust the source on that, so. Yeah. So they had enough backlash when they announced they were ending it that... I would assume they, so, they, yeah. And Jen Psaki can't get her story straight at the podium. Yeah, Jen Psaki can't get her story straight up there at the podium. It also gives time for those being investigated, because if you start an investigation, then stop the investigation, you you get a feel for where the investigation is going, and it gives time for the guilty to hide the bodies. Um, So stop, start. It, you know, you give it a couple of days, and there'll be so much data being deleted, documents being shredded, disassociation from certain individuals. Yeah, uh, it stinks. But you've also got this as a as another piece on the chessboard, uh, along with the election audits, not the recounts, the audits. Uh, and we, we've got things going on in multiple states to get that looked into. So that's that's also some that's another iron in the fire that they really don't want to deal with. But before I get too far, go ahead. I was just going to say the undemocrats, they will that's have got good. wind of the idea. That, that's pretty good. Um, I've never heard that before. Sorry, you have. But yeah, your undemocrat party will have got wind of the idea that the people are now getting to see the truth and more and more people are waking up. So just like Dominic Cummings is giving our government plausible deniability in their involvement in the pandemic, this investigation does the same 
gives the same level of false credibility to the undemocrats and Biden and his cronies. That's that's the way I look at it. Call me a cynic. I don't mind. Like I say, pessimists are seldom disappointed. Before we go any further, uh, Tavish, I want to get your opinion on that. However, Bruce, I'd also like to say that you were correct. They did shut down the Trump era investigation of the origin. But because the backlash was so great, within 24 hours, they were under pressure to restart it. So you were not incorrect. But we both saw different headlines, I think is all it was. <laughs> different headlines of the same topic. Tavish, your thoughts, we haven't had you on in quite some time, uh, and I know you've been busy, but your thoughts on all this uh, now that, uh, uh, and I, like I said, I got some audio I'm going to get to here in just a minute of uh, the whole uh, idea that this is um, this is now coming out and it's starting to go mainstream that, uh, uh, that this virus came out of a lab and uh, Fauci's responsible for it. Well, for a few weeks now, um, there's been growing, not, I don't know if suspicion, backlash, but the uh, WHO investigation into the origins of the virus, whether it was lab or animal transmission, the very fact that the Chinese government was the final stamp on what the report published made a lot of people suspicious. And it's slowly been growing in talking points or topic, talking topics. Any investigation, how far will it go? The Chinese government will end up being a firewall. Now, without their full and total cooperation, where is any investigation going to go? And that was one of the big problems a lot of people had with the WHO investigation. The fact that I believe it was four pages out of the total report dealt with a possible lab leak connection. The majority of the report dealt with transmission from animal to human, animal to animal to human, whatever it might be. But the lab leak got a very short shift in terms of attention, uh, investigation details, so on and so forth. For a lot of people, that did not sit well. And then when you throw on some of the other factors, as you were saying, distrust of government, so on and so forth. A lot of people are just not buying it anymore. It's uh, a lot of people have questions and they just don't have the faith in the government will come up with the truth. Simple fact, first, you got to get past the Chinese government Two, over here, who has a vested interest in what is published to the public. That's a big issue as well, at least to me. Yeah, I let you talk about irons in the fire. Whose irons, whose hands, whose hands are controlling those hands? That's that's the issue I have is any investigation I just don't see being full and transparent only because a Chinese government b our interest over here. What about if it comes out that uh, you've got? I mean, and of course it, it's already out. I mean, we we've looked at the we looked at the financial records and the financial statements, and and we've got actually the uh, the, the news outlets that are now picking it up themselves. Uh, the actual funding that came from the National Institute of Health, which is, you know, Fauci's ahead of that. And of course, his boss uh, also on their own website, they list under his section where he actually signed his name to it, that they lifted a pause on that research that they took over to China to weaponize that virus. So you're saying, and I get what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you here. I get what you're saying. But you have the clear collaboration between the special interest in the U.S. that did it in secret, that illegal work, they did it in secret over in China in collaboration with the Chinese Communist Party and their People's Liberation Army. They don't differentiate the two in China. We have a separation here between the civilian market and the military. China doesn't. All of their work that they do, that was a PLA lab. That was a People's Liberation Army lab. So they can work on biological weapons in there and they can have civilian scientists doing work in there as well. And it's all the same to them. So when you're talking about different hands and, and who did what, we have clear collaboration here between these two parties, uh, both the U.S. and China. What do you do about something like that, in your opinion? That's the tough part. 
you know, you, you, you have this big firewall roadblock. How do you get past it? Not just the government angle, but big pharma. Who else is involved in it? And unless you have a whistleblower or somebody that can get in and actually get information and get it out and put it out to the world, I just don't see people having complete faith in any investigation or report or statement um, just because of the sheer, I, I can't even say this word, but the obscurement of the facts. You gentlemen are quite good at ferreting out on the net, but most people don't have access to the information or the technology to get to the information. Ergo, they're forced to go through mainstream media, politicians, whatever happens to come out of the mouthpiece or the litigation tricksters. So for me, it, it, you take everything with a grain of salt. You know, even the biggest lie has a kernel of truth somewhere in it, as Marty was saying earlier. But I just, I have no real confidence um, just from the Chinese government point of view. Then you throw in our government, the interest around the world, and it's just a muddled soup. You know, it, it's like trying to find your way through a thick fog, as they call it, the fog of war. You can't see your hand in front of your face. How do you find the truth? I wouldn't start with the mainstream media as a whole. Uh, I wouldn't, but that's just me. Okay, I want to get to a clip here, uh, and I appreciate your, your take on that. I want to get to a clip here of Fauci. This is the extended version of what we played the other day. This is Fauci having a sit down with, uh, I, I can't think of what her name is, but we played the clip here the other day. This is where he says that they had the collaboration between the National Institute of Health and the Chinese communist, excuse me, the Chinese scientists. This is also where he says, that Bruce is laughing at me. This is also where he says that they don't believe that it's emerge naturally, which if a virus doesn't emerge naturally, well, that kind of only leaves one other possibility, doesn't it? So let's hear him just the other day. Again, this is the extended version. Senator Rand Paul, um, who you've tangled with in the past, basically suggesting that search that eventually down the line connected to COVID-19. I don't want to dwell on this for too long, but I did want to give you that chance to react to his comments today. Yeah, I mean, that's actually preposterous. And I mean, to bring something that up is really not helpful. He was saying we funded a kind of research in China that could lead to dangerous research. That's not the case. So what he was saying was just absolutely not true. It's really unfortunate that he brought that up. Uh, it really does nothing but cloud the issue of what we're trying to do. Uh, so it was just, you know, unfortunate that he, he said that it was said in an accusatory way that just made no sense and was not based in any fact at all. That has been the, t the subject of a lot of our fact checking um, on the coronavirus for the past year. And um, like you said, it is it. There's a lot of cloudiness around the origins of COVID-19 still. Um, so I wanted to ask, are you still confident that it developed naturally? No, actually, I, that's the point that I said. And I, and I think the real um, unfortunate aspect of what Senator Paul did is he was conflating research in a collaborative way with Chinese uh, scientists, which was, you know, you'd almost have to say if we did not do that, we would almost be irresponsible because SARS-CoV-1 clearly originated in China and we were fortunate to escape a major pandemic. So we really had to learn a lot more about the viruses that were there, about whether or not people were getting infected with bad viruses. So in a very minor collaboration as part of a subcontract of a grant, we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. And, and what he conflated that is that therefore we were involved in creating the virus, which is the most ridiculous, majestic leap I've ever heard of. Um, but no, I'm not convinced 
about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability exactly what happened. Certainly, the people who've investigated say it likely was the emergence from an animal reservoir that then infected individuals, but it could have been something else. And we need to find that out. So, you know, that's the reason why I said I'm perfectly in favor of any investigation that looks into the origin of the virus. Now, Marty, that was a follow up to the clip that we played the last time you were on with uh, the questioning of uh, Senator Rand Paul and uh, Anthony Fauci. That was his follow up on uh, on a news interview. What do you think? Yeah, I think that um, Fauci had to put the caveat in to the best of our ability because deep down he knows full well that the investigation is going to be blocked at every avenue. Everything that they try and find out from within China is is going to be lies or a brick wall. So that's why the Weasley little man decided to put that caveat in. His Freudian slip, there we go, Mr. Freud's bruised again with communist instead of scientist. Well, in the Wuhan lab, the scientists are indeed members of the Communist Party and they will be members of the uh, PLA. So, uh, yeah, he's full of it, isn't he? He is. Uh, Tavish, you want to weigh in on that one? Uh, Because I want to get to another clip here about Fauci from somebody who used to work with him on that COVID task force at the White House. But before we do that, you've probably not heard that audio of Fauci on that interview. So uh, your thoughts? I'm not surprised. It's a case of CYA. Cover your, well, in this case, I will say cover your butt for our gently listening audience out there. Yeah, CYA. He's covering himself only because if nothing else, as Marty was saying, the Chinese government is not going to let the truth come out. Whatever it might be, they are going to make themselves look good. They will not allow anything negative to come out of this that cast them in a bad light. So no matter what happens, they've got a fail safe in the Chinese government for what they don't want to come out. And I think that's why he threw that in there, because he knew no matter what happens, the Chinese are not going to want the truth. Excuse me. The Chinese government is not going to want the truth to come out. For whatever reasons, whether it's political, military, call it what you want, they are going to play the long game and keep distracting and distracting until finally something new in China comes along and everyone's attention goes to that. And then this will fade into the background. Tavish just pricked my brain there with something that he said. If you look back through history, you know, autonomous collectives don't tend to exist as forms of civilization. It's usually a feudal system. It's a monarchy. It's the biggest, toughest group of guys are in charge of everybody else because they they run through fear when you conduct a social experiment like communism for that is what it is it's a an experiment in a new form of society one of the worst places to do that is somewhere where losing face culturally is such um you know, such a thing that that they shy away from. Because when you try an experiment, you have to make mistakes. In fact, most major discoveries have been as a accidental part of an experiment and not the intention of the experiment. So China is definitely one of those countries where people just cannot lose face. In fact, it's part of their culture If you think you're about to say something or do something that will make someone lose face, 
even if they richly deserve it, you don't do it because that's being a good person. So, no, they won't lose face. They won't tell the truth, no matter what it is. They will put a spin on it, and that's what the world will be expected to accept. I want to get to, um, and I said I was going to get to uh, another piece of audio here, but I also want to get to that too. I forgot we had this other one queued up here. Uh, I want to get to a clip here of Fauci being grilled by Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. Is he's from Louisiana? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And this is this is what he had to say again. Now listen very closely to Fauci and his response. He contradicts himself. Listen very close. Of course, that that's nothing new, but he contradicts himself on the gain of function research and the funding. So listen to this. Right. Why are we giving him money in the first place? Well, that's a very good question. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to to You're answer welcome. it. Um, well, SARS-CoV-1 started in China, in Guangdong province, and it went from a bat to a civet cat to yes, a human. Yes. And excuse me, doc, for interrupting you, but our time is so. Yeah, limited. no, no. I'm, I'm going to be real quick. I, our time is so limited. Uh, why are we giving money to the labs in China to study virology. Well, I'm uh, I'm going to give you a, a rather succinct answer to that, sir. I appreciate that. And that's why I was saying the SARS-CoV-1, clearly the bats that have the viruses that are the coronaviruses are in China. As I said a couple of times, it's China. not in Fairfax County, Virginia, or is it in New York? It's in China. So mm-hmm. if you want to show and study, importantly, the animal human interface because that's fire- where the bats are. Yeah, the okay. bats. We're, that's I got where it. the bats are. I want to be sure I understand your testimony. You didn't give money to the Wuhan lab to do gain of function research. That is correct. And you believe they didn't do gain of function research because they told you they didn't. We've seen the results of the studies that they conducted, and in, they were not including any function. private studies. Excuse me, in, including any private studies. I'm not sure what you're getting at, sir. Here's what I'm getting at. You gave them money and you said, don't do gain-of-function research. Correct. And they said, we won't. Correct. And you have no way of knowing whether they did or not, except you trust them. Is that right? Well, we generally always trust the grantee to do what they say. And you look at the results. Have you ever had a grantee lie to you? I cannot guarantee that a grantee has not lied to us because you never know. Yeah. So... He didn't fund the Wuhan lab, but he funded the gain-of-function research. So the Wuhan lab was doing the gain-of-function research, but he wasn't funding it. But he he wasn't funding the lab, but he was funding the gain-of-function research. No, it's the other way around. He funded the lab, but he said that they were not to do gain-of-function research. But okay. of course, how how could you stop them? And whatever they show you is going to be what they want you to see. So in a, in a research lab that is capable of weaponizing biological material, if they wanted to make a weapon out of it, then we would never get to know. Well, in this case, we do, because the gain of function aspect in the manner that it was used in this uh, in this virus, that's what they did. They weaponized it. That's what it was. It wasn't that they aerosolized it. When that happens, a virus is able to survive on its own. In this case, that's not what they did. The gain of function turned the human being, our lungs. That was the vector. That's what gain of function was all about. That's the the delivery system. Correct. You know, it it gave you mild symptoms unless you had pre-existing morbidity. And it gave you this cough, this constant cough, which meant you were continuously 
spluttering out saliva, which contains the virus, which is what people pick up from their hands and people touch their faces and you, you get the virus. Also, the element of the weaponization to make it more transmissible to humans seems to be the HIV cell target protein spike. So you don't get something that is that identifiable occurring naturally. It would be look different to um, a, you know a, the, the HIV protein spike, but according to the new scientist, it, that's exactly what it is. It's the HIV cell targeting protein spike. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. All right. Uh, before we get to uh, the clip, the, our last piece of audio here, uh, Tavish, you want to weigh in on uh, Fauci getting the third degree by uh, Senator Kennedy? I, I think some very good points came up, both from the senator and from Fauci. The fact that, yes, we, we trust our grantees to do what we tell them, but we can't guarantee they're not lying to us. A good analogy, a famous man said he invented cake. Yes, he invented cake. What a great thing. But unbeknownst, he also made a weaponized version of that cake that he also put out there. People didn't know the difference. All of a sudden, why is everyone getting sick? Can't be the cake. It's harmless cake. So again, it goes back to a matter of trust. As Reagan said, trust but verify. But in this case, you can't verify because it's in a foreign country with a hostile uh. government. I don't know if that's a proper analogy, but to me, that, that that's what it comes down to. You can't trust and verify so you're left with trust gee i hope they're yeah. going to be a nice guy about this and chances there, are you're going to get bit on the butt there's a sign in bars that i've seen in in many bars it says in god we trust all else pay cash yes and uh for the benefit of the listeners because i don't think the 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 discussion about inventing cake is on the front of this podcast because it was a discussion we were having before we started recording where i claimed to have invented cake. And indeed, I did. I was bored one afternoon, sat there in uh, a lane in Abu Dhabi, and I went round my kitchen and threw ingredients into a bowl, mixed them up, added the necessary flour, eggs, and liquid, put it in the oven, and what came out can only be described as cake. So therefore, I invented cake. And you've got people in labs being funded by your tax dollars and my tax pounds doing gain-of-function research, making already dangerous viruses even more dangerous for what reason? What possible reason? I just don't get it. Yeah, it stinks. Fauci's guilty as hell, but he's doing a media whitewash wherever he gets the chance. However, some of your politicians are holding the weasel to account. What do you think, in your humble opinion, what what do you think? And I, maybe we can just kind of go around the room on this one. What do you think should happen here? Because, and, and I'll just start with myself. I, what do you think should happen here once this comes out with Fauci? I mean, it's already out there. Those that are paying attention understand what it is. So Fauci's probably, in my honest opinion, I think Fauci's going to get fired. I think that he will, of course, someone in his position doesn't get fired. He will resign after a long, illustrious career and and he'll try and fade off into the distance. But no, 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 there's going to have to be something paid out at the other side of this. You're going to have to hold these people accountable in one way or the other. And to be quite honest with you, there's a lot to consider here. We're not talking about just simply doing this research. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You have to look at the other things. The number of people that have actually died, for starters. The trauma you've put people through. The psychological damage that you've done to people and to kids all around the world. The splitting up of families. I mean, we're talking about 
some of the most heinous crimes against humanity. And I understand that uh, the, the horrors of the 20th century between uh, Nazism and, and communism, I get that. That was bad enough. But this, the psychological damage the, the, that you've done to people, not to mention all the other stuff that uh, involving our economies, the out of control. I mean, hell, it, it's going to take us... If we don't reset the monetary system, I'm not talking about some kind of Klaus Schwab reset here, but if we don't reset the monetary system in one fashion or another and clear out all this bad debt, then we're never going to be able to pay this off, ever. There's a lot to consider here. And it's not just Fauci. Again, Fauci's just the tip of the iceberg. He, he's just the he's the point man in this, if you will. But what do you think should happen uh, in all this? But I want to play this first. Before, before we go around the room here, I want to play this first. I want to play a clip of... And we've played a clip of him here before. This is a clip of Dr. Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro was on the Trump task force or the, the excuse me, the COVID task force under the Trump administration who worked with Fauci. And it was Fauci. It was Burks, the scarf lady. And it was Mike Pence who had Navarro thrown out because he would actually talk some sense. He would look at real data, real evidence, real science. And they had him tossed. He's a Harvard graduate. He knows hard data. He knows the science of it all. And he knows who's responsible for all this. He was on Steve Bannon's podcast just the other day. And this is what he had to say. Take a listen to this. You deal in the world not of comms and how you position things from communication strategies. You deal in the real world of math and numbers. And you, you've you known Fauci and engaged with Fauci since the 27th of January of 2020. The whole throwdown you had with him. We're best friends, right? The whole throwdown with him. As you see what Boris just said, when he finally admits, in I think it was May, May of, of 2021, that, oh, yeah, you know, we should, really should investigate all that. Sir, what do you think about the reality of what happened in Wuhan versus what Tony Fauci knew and when he knew it, sir? Tony Fauci is the father of the virus. It came from that lab. Tony Fauci funded that lab through third parties like Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick and worked with the bat lady on those experiments. We know that. And Tony Fauci greased the skids for gain of function experimentation, which weaponizes virus. We know all that. But here's the thing. Here's I want to put this on the record. Fauci's going to be gone within within 90 days. Uh, and here's why. You and I, wow. back in January, you and I both knew when we started hearing Janu news January, on, January, 2020, January 2020, January 2020, a year. We knew yeah, a year in January yeah. of 2020, you and I, that there was a big potential for a pandemic and that thing likely came from the lab. You and I knew that. Why did we know that? We knew that yeah. because our understanding of the evilness of the Chinese Communist Party. And I had written about a possible pandemic in my coming China report 2006. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because Tony Fauci, when that news came out of Tony Fauci, right? When he's sitting and he hear, first hears that news, what is he thinking, right? What does he know? Well, he, he knows that that thing likely came from Wuhan Institute of Virology. He knows that. Amen. And why does he know that? Because he knows that he gave money to that lab and he knows that he paid for the gain of function experimentation. And he knows that that experimentation done by the bat lady was designed to design a deadly virus because she thanked him publicly for giving him the money to do it. So here's the thing, Steve. Anthony Fauci knew all of that in January and February. But what did he do? Basically, 2020. he positioned himself in 20, yeah. January 20, 
2020. Yeah. He knew all of that. He knew that he paid for the lab yeah. and came from the lab, and he had a big responsibility. Did he go out and apologize? No. What he did was position himself as the hero. Not just apologize. The he whole did, movement. He forget the, forget the apologizing. Stop. He, he, he he didn't apologize. I don't care about his. Stop. I don't care about his apology. He never informed people and was honest That's with people right. in the administration right. and people exactly. the American people. I don't care. His yeah. apology means he, nothing to me. What is him even taking responsibility? Taking taking what was critical point, to save lives point, for him to come up and be honest. My Sir. point, Steve, think about is all this the, man is a sociopath. He yeah. he, like you and I, he knew based on his knowledge that that yeah. virus came from the lab in January twenty twenty. Got to bounce. Think about all the broken it. It families. His, his Think about the. Well, what, what can you say about that? There's there, there's a man who's got great credentials accusing Fauci. What that ac accusation should be turned into is a lawsuit, and Fauci should not be allowed to scurry off into anonymity and enjoy his vast pensions and um, savings funds and bonds and whatever he has. He should be held accountable. But, you know, he's he's low level in the in the whole plan. Anyone whose face has been seen on the media are not the main players, not the main drivers of all this. And what we need Fauci to do is start spilling the beans. I don't advocate torture. Torture isn't about gaining information. It's about a loss of hope. The victims of torture uh, lose all hope and they become broken people. And really, that's what they've been doing to us in the over the last couple of years is torturing the world's population so uh whilst i don't advocate it i would say he probably deserves some form of torture that will make him lose hope and then you give them this little light at the end of the tunnel the way out of your state of despair is to tell us the truth and start drilling down into who is really responsible and then that reset of economies and, and, and the monetary system that you were talking about, the cancelling of all that bad debt that's grown up for whole countries with quantitative easing and other things so that they can keep giving their interest back to the World Bank. That'll all be rectified because we'll find out who the real culprits are. Correct. And in any uh, crime these days, there's forensic uh, analysis and detective work done, which I know you know a great deal about, uh, into finding where the proceeds of crime have gone. And so one of the things that, that should happen is once found guilty, if found guilty, all right, to be fair, the real players, their vast wealth will disappear and huge amounts of debt for countries will be wiped out. I think that this is going to be, and I've been saying this, and, and you got other people out there such as Bannon and all his guys and all the rest of it. You find out what happened on November 3rd with the U.S. election, then you find out what happened in that lab with, at Wuhan. You find out those two things, all this goes away. All of it. All this gets demolitioned. The European Union, all their vaccine passport garbage, the U.K. government, all these people that are involved in all this, you find out what happened. And it starts with Fauci. You find out what happened with him. You find out what happened with his organization. You find out who he's connected to. All this other nonsense that's going on. His connections with Gates, his foundation, the pharma companies, all of it. You will lead it right back to the party at Davos and Klaus Schwab and company. All this will be demolitioned. All of it. Because all of it will then built on a house of cards that's based on lies. 
So you cannot support this system if all this comes out. All these governments, all these Western governments, the French, the UK, the Germans, all of the rest, I, I don't care which one it is. They all know. They all know. You can't tell me they don't. They're ignoring what's happening in the US with this. If they really were interested in getting to the bottom of this, then they would be covering what's happening in the U.S. about the origins of this thing. They don't want to get anywhere near it because they are so entrenched with all of these lies that they have created and all the torment that they've put their people through that they will just go for raw power and they don't care. They don't care because they're going to go down with that ship. Why is it that they will pick this hill to die on? I don't know. I don't know. But their media here is um, not touching it. It's interesting that you mentioned Big Pharma, and I was just trying to calculate in my head all the front men for everything that's going on for uh, the various foundations, for the World Economic Forum, for the World Health Organization, for the United Nations. If you add up the the number of people who are fronting, you know, this pandemic, I reckon you're about 250 people. The other ones whose faces we have never seen, if that figure of 3,000 people who are really behind all this is accurate, then we've got about 200 and, sorry, 2,750 people left to find. This evening, before I came on the podcast, I love to watch a program called The Chase, which is a quiz show. You have it in the States. And there was this young girl on there who is an analyst who works for big pharmaceutical companies. And her job is to analyze how much they can get for a specific drug to do market research and work out what is the most they can screw out of the people who desperately need that medication. That's her job. And I thought, you're a nice young lady, but you've got possibly one of the worst, heinous jobs that I've ever heard of. And she was asked, oh, what's the most expensive drugs? What's the most expensive course of treatment? And uh, her answer was immediate. Gene therapy. Gene therapy is the most immediate. It can cost anything up to a million dollars, uh, you know, a million pounds even for one course of gene therapy. Yet that prompted me to go online and research CRISPR again, which was revealed in 2013. And those kits um, were produced by an individual who wanted to help people. And they were between 14 and $30 for a kit to help you cure genetic problems. But no, Big Pharma has got hold of it, and now it's a million. The 90 days, I, I, I don't agree with that. Um, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think they're going to can him in 90 days or that he's going to retire or whatever. I think he's going to stick around. Basically, this was a, this was a successful operation. Um, the, this whole thing they did. Yeah, it, it's kind of, um, well, I guess we're going to find out how successful it was here in the coming months. Because if they're able to skirt the media and, and have the media kind of fluff it up a bit and then they're like, oh, well, we didn't find anything. And they if they're able to do that, it was a success. Um, so, no, I, I right now I don't I don't see Fauci. Uh, it, it really depends on how the people respond here in the coming months to this investigation, uh, the cancellation of the investigation and then the restarting of the investigation, what the investigation is going to go into. I especially liked the uh, the the two audio bits you you did of Fauci there um, earlier. Uh, the, the first one where he basically said everything was true that 
Paul. He, he went in and, and, and bashed Rand Paul because of the, the things he said. And then he basically said, yeah, no, everything that Rand Paul said is true. Well, he, he conflated that entire thing. He, he cleared all that up. Yeah. Yeah. And then right after that, immediately said, yeah, all, we, we, we did all that. We, we, we funded the lab. And it, honestly, we're being played. And I, I think this is just another one of their schemes, another game they're playing to see whether or not they intend it to be the great reset kind of thing. I don't know that Fauci and the, the big pharma and whatnot are, are on board with that idea, but it's playing into that into that game. And the only, they're just getting they're lining their pockets right now. Yeah. The only connection I could see with Fauci to the Great Reset is the fact that he was actually at the Davos conference this year and spoke at their official conference they had over the summer uh, or excuse me, over the uh, early part of the spring there. That's the only connection that I've seen with Fauci there. And that, again, I, I agree with you. I don't I don't think that I, I don't know for a fact that he's on board with that agenda. I think he's just a water carrier. Uh, he'll he'll run out the agenda, play an errand boy or whatever it is they needed to do uh, with the pharma companies, with the foundations like uh, like the Gates Foundation, and he'll play ball uh, with whatever it is that uh, whichever way the wind's blowing. So yeah, I I agree with you on that. Tavish, you're probably uh, you're you're probably a little shocked by all the audio that we've been playing today of this because you're probably not hearing about any of this, uh, are you? What what are your thoughts on any of this? No, um, it is not well known over here. Uh, a lot of it is new to me today, but when it comes down to the powers that be, the shadow players, they have trillions of dollars at stake. They're not going to want anything like the truth to come out. Fauci could be an unwitting pawn. He could be a minor player. But what will happen? Oh, hoopla committees, investigations. They'll find someone to fall on their sword and they move on because they'll find a new shiny bobble to distract the messes. So what it comes down to is unless you find some poor soul who's had enough, stands up and gives the world the middle finger and says this far, no farther, I don't think we'll ever know the true, the, the real truth out there because there's so much involved for those shadow players, the powers that be behind the scenes. They don't need the inconvenient truth to come out. So there'll be pawns that'll fall by the wayside. They'll find someone to fall on their sword. Do I think Fauci will be out in 90 days? He still has credibility with the masses. So if suddenly he's gone, people are going to go, hey, wait a minute, what's going on? And that'll bring more unwanted attention. So they'll find another way to slowly, later down the road, ease him out. Oh, I've been here in decades. I want to take a retirement and play with my grandkids while I still have time, whether it might be. So do I see the real truth coming out unless there's a miracle of conscience or whatever it might be? No, I really don't because the powers that be have so much at stake. They will do whatever they need to to keep it hidden. And we all know the Chinese are not above disappearing people. We've done it. The Russians have done it. You know, every world government has disappeared someone who was an inconvenient truth. So I'm not holding my breath. It may sound pessimistic, but I've been around the block a few times in the green. So, yeah, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm saddened, but I'm not surprised. Ending points. Gentlemen, Tavish, let's start with you. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I can hope for uh, an attack of conscience on certain people to bring the truth out. But like I said, I'm not holding my breath. I hope for the best. But as the saying goes, you plan for the worst in the same token. So that's it for me. OK, uh, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate that. It's good to uh, good to get you on here, get your opinion. Uh, it's always a welcome, uh, welcome thing. I don't know when you sent me that text message, but it came in about 45 minutes before we started. And I thought, oh, OK, well, this will be interesting because we get uh, yourself. And uh, we uh, we almost had we almost had GP there for a second. But uh, he he dipped in and dipped back out. He must have seen the company in here and took off because he didn't want to be any part of it. 
<laughs> it's always a pleasure talking to you, gentlemen. Yeah, it's a, always a pleasure to have Tavish on. Good to speak to you two guys. Uh, I really wish it could be more upbeat, more of a laugh, but there's too much bad things happening at the moment and, and we get dragged into it. We have to speak about it. It is cathartic to talk about it, but so many people across the globe who should be having conversations with their nearest and dearest are not doing so because of the campaign by social media to basically clamp down on anyone who is sceptical about the pandemic. But I would encourage people to have that conversation, to talk to your nearest and dearest, to your friends, to your family, and see what everybody thinks. Because our opinions are one thing, but what really counts to most people are the opinions of those that are closest to them. And and that's what people need to discuss. Bruce, you got any closing thoughts? Believe you're being lied to in everything when it comes to the media. How did I know he was going to say that? <laughs> that's, I was I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder if he's going to say, assume you're being lied to because, yeah, yeah. because of why? Well, I mean, look at everything that you're we're seeing me. over the last year. You're killing me. Government's bad. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. That, that's oh, all I you want a government's bad. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's no longer it's no longer just government is bad. Now it's, it's also true. like the mainstream media is lying to us on all of this. So it's uh, it, it just assume it's you're not, being lied to and look into everything. Yeah. It, and it's not. And to kind of expand on your point there, it's not just one government here, is it? This, this is this is a, like everybody. Yeah, the, the the scope of this is is global. That that's what people I don't think get. Like the the U.S. the, the people in the U.S. think, oh well, the, everything's fine here. No, that's not how this works. You don't have freedom in the west in, in the rest of the world, especially in the Western world, unless you have freedom in America. It doesn't work like that. You have freedom, or no one has it. That's how we roll. I'm not discounting European nations here, but look. The populist movements in these countries, they're waiting for our set. They're waiting to see what we're going to do. America leads, the world follows. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked, at least in modern times. That's how it's always worked. Yeah, sorry. I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> Not always. In the modern era, that's how it works. But let's be honest here. And, and I spoke on this the other day. The populist movement in the UK, Brexit. You know, I went back and I, I pulled... Uh, I, I looked at the Daily Mail reference, but they they had similar timelines in Reuters and AP and, and a couple others, New York Times. If you look at when the election of Boris Johnson happened, which let's be honest, that was Brexit too. You had a major political realignment. You had people that had been labor voters from the time of their grandfather, their great grandfather going back, you know, two to three generations that stood in those polling stations looking down at their ballots for 20 minutes trying to decide whether or not they were doing the right thing for themselves and their family and their nation. So you had a major political realignment here, right? Boris Johnson's been a disgrace. There's no denying that. But my point is, is that what happened two weeks after that? You had the first outbreak in Wuhan, at least according to the official timeline. You can't just put the Brexit movement, the populist movement in the West. You can't just put that back in the box. It's like holding a beach ball underwater. Now there's more pissed off and more awake people than there were before. Yeah, there's still a bunch of people out there that are behaving like sheep. But you know what? Those people are always sheep. They always act that way throughout history. They've never counted for anything. They never will. But it's the, the ones that the shufflers. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, the shufflers. I like that. But I don't even want to say the Trump movement, the MAGA movement, the Make America Great Again movement. I, I really to be honest with you, I don't even care about what Donald Trump says or does anymore. I don't. 
because the kind of company that he's keeping these days, those aren't the kind of people that I want anywhere near politics in America. As a matter of fact, I want those people out. A goodly percentage of them. Not all of them, but a goodly percentage of them. Here, here. Well oh. said, sir. But you can't just put that back in the box. You can't put that populist movement back in the box. You can't put Brexit back in the box. You can't put the nationalist movement in France that's coming. You can't put that back in the box. You can't put what's happening in the Netherlands back in the box. They're attempting to. You notice you haven't heard anything else about that? Oh, if you come out there and you you take part in these demonstrations, oh, well, you're, you're going against uh, the betterment of everyone else. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're a danger to society. That's the populist movement that has gained even more ground. They don't have the numbers. They don't have the numbers. They don't have the people to counter what's going out there in the streets with this new populist movement. You don't have the, the vaccine takers. You don't have them out there in the streets. They'll do whatever they're told. They don't care. They're not going to go out there in the streets. So what do they do? They throw up some other stuff. BLM, Antifa, pro-Palestine. They're paid groups that they conjure up to stick out there. That's your controlled opposition. They don't have the grassroots movement. We have the numbers. They don't. It's that simple. And the sooner people realize that, the sooner we're all going to get out of this mess. And we will be out of this mess together. No, I agree with you, sir. The shadow government powers that be, they'll do whatever they takes to stay in power. And like you said, cast one group as the enemy, cast one group as agitators, whatever. That distraction, what new shiny bobble can they put out to distract people at large? You know, distract their attention, keep them off guard, make them go off in different directions. You mentioned BLM, and I just thought, yeah, people in the States might not have heard this, but the leader of BLM in the UK, a young lady called Sasha Johnson, um, has been shot in the head at a party. That was somewhere in London. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, gang. Just, just just so we're clear, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but just, just so we're clear, total handgun ban in London, correct? Yeah. Only the criminals and the police, sorry, they're got nearly it. one of the same things these days, have just got so, handguns. Just so we're clear. Just, yeah. Just so yeah. we're clear. Yeah. 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 If you, if you want a gun in the UK, you can get a gun. You just need to know a criminal. So the gang, uh, believed to probably be a, uh, a drugs gang, all men of colour burst into this party and the leader of BLM in the UK was shot in the head. I think that just says it all, that BLM isn't an anti-racist movement, it's a Marxist movement. And somewhere along the lines, they've fallen out with the Yardies or whichever of the black gangs inside London. And yeah, she's fighting for her life. It's not funny, but it is ironic. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. And we saw the way the media was trying to play that in the very beginning. Uh, they were going to try and uh, turn that into some kind of a, uh, a race conflict. Didn't work. Once they figured out who it was, didn't work. So and now that, yeah. that now that that's happened, just like it is in the States, that story's just now magically been put on the back burner. And it's a real shame. But just, just one, honestly, this is my final thing. Tavish, you were talking about a hope for someone's conscience being pricked. The sort of people who are capable of this level of deception and evil are, are classed as sociopaths and a, and a conscience is the one thing that they don't have. So that, I'm afraid, is never going to happen. The only way any of this truth is going to come out is if people wake up, people who are in the lower levels of government who haven't been bought off can start to fight back at the leadership 
and dig deeper and and bring these things into the public domain. That is the only way this is going to happen peacefully. Last word. Sorry. I thank you for that, Marty. I I wasn't. Thank you for clarifying my statement. That's what I meant, but I did not say it correctly. Thank you for clarifying that. I know the top dogs ain't going to bark. It's the lower level ones that once they wake up and go, hey, this ain't right. They're the ones that are going to bring it down. It's not going to be the top dogs. That's for sure. Like you said, it's got to be the lower level ones that say, hey, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're the sort of people I said last word. Sorry. Uh, they're, they're the sort of people. It's okay. The who, listeners who haven't. Yeah. But the sort of people who are going to make this difference are the ones that haven't got millions, billions, and trillions because they're the ones who who are in politics to make things better. And there are some. There really are some. But they're becoming fewer and fewer the more of these mass-produced people who go straight from university or college, as you would say, straight into politics. There's career paths designed to create a politician. And the sort of people who want that kind of job fall into two categories those that are in it for themselves and they're the ones that we are being subjected to their will at the moment and those that are in it for the betterment of their society so the more of those that we can motivate to do something the better we all good gentlemen Yes, sir. All right. Well, I tell you what, it has been an absolute pleasure to sit down and uh, have you guys on today and to get all of your opinions. Uh, wish we had more time, but unfortunately we don't. Uh, Bruce and I will be back tomorrow, however, on the exclusive. So get signed up to us on our Telegram channel. Make sure you get that extra content because we love having those podcasts. Those are the fun ones. So uh, yeah, get signed up to us over on Telegram. Also, you get access to our news feed over there and you'll be able to leave a comment and uh, take part in our discussion group if you uh, if you so choose. And it's entirely possible that we might do a Q&A sometime this week. I don't know if we get some extra time or, or something or on the weekend or whatever. I don't know. Those are just kind of impromptu. And if you can catch them, then uh, then they're they're great to to jump in on. But uh, anyway, yeah, get signed up to us over on Telegram. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, that'd be great as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for today. I want to thank you guys for being here today. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. We will see all of you on the exclusive tomorrow if you're signed up to us on Telegram. If you are not, then have a great weekend and we will see you on Monday. Good night, everybody.